Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But it gives him respect He's only focused on what he wrote You say you haven't been rocked In a long, long time That's my girl right there all right, rock and relief tonight at Sticky's Rock and Roll Chicken Shack. Another performer who will not be in attendance is Susan Tedeschi. That's unfortunate. She is going to join us on Friday, though. We're going to talk about the Tedeschi Trucks Band coming to Simmons Bank Arena next week, one week from Friday. Cannot wait to go see him again. Never seen him in that venue and have been a huge fan of Susan's for a long time. And they came, I don't know, a couple of shows ago, and Derek Trucks came on with us for a while. So we're going to get Susan on this time since they're coming in town. Uh, but we're going to be rocking over at Stickies tonight for a good cause, the Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance. Off to a great start. If you go to 1037thebuzz.com, you can click through the Rock and Relief um, page on the rotators on the main page. And then you can go in there. The auction items are listed there. You can bid on the auction items. And you can also just make a straight-up donation if you want to. You can link to buy tickets for tonight's show, 20 bucks. Or you can get them at the door if we are not sold out and jam-packed tonight. Doors at 5, show at 6, and we've got five musical acts tonight. So we're looking forward to having you there. Kevin Kelly is here. Let me introduce him properly, and then we will get into the red-white report and tell you what's going on on the Hill or what went on yesterday as the baseball and softball teams both collected victories yesterday, which was, uh, I don't know, Maybe maybe expected, I guess, for the most part. Wes was telling us we were going to get a 10-run rule in softball. That didn't happen, but you can't have everything. They did win comfortably, let's put it that way. Um, Christian, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Kevin, 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 I like Kevin. hearing Wes talk about softball. Yes, it's, it is very good. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. He just let the opens play. Play a morning show thing. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Coach, good to see you. not eating. That's true. They don't do that anymore. You know, I I give the hard time to the morning show a lot, and deservedly so. They don't really eat on the air anymore. I'll give them that. I've not had that complaint in a long time. Slackers. What? They're slacking. Yeah. Um, Okay, Coach, good to see you. How are you? Doing fantastic. Especially after Joe made such nice comments. I don't get that treatment in many places. Yeah, you know, it is interesting. There's a lot of sucking up that goes on in this station. Nobody ever sucks up to us. Why can't we just, why do we have to say sucked up? Why can't we say just being nice and being pleasant? Respectful and appreciative? Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. I'm very respectful and appreciative of all of you. Thank you. Except for some of your viewpoints. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. (laughs) The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, we just talked to Hagen Smith and Coach Van Horn talked about Hagen Smith's role with the team, which obviously has been... 
king of the relievers. He's come in and uh, done a great job. And as he said, that's the best he's felt. It was obvious, Wes. We talked about it on Monday. I mean, you look at his performance on Friday against Tennessee. You could tell dude was locked in, feeling yeah. good, throwing good, and absolutely in command of uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. Dave Van Horn on his pitcher, who has tweaked his role this year and been effective in both. As a starter, the only issue that I see with him is, you know, there's too many full counts. And he strikes out a lot of people, so he's gonna, his pitch count's going to get up. And you're looking at four or five innings a lot of times when we want him to go six or seven. Pitch to contact when he, when he's in the relief, he knows he he knows when he comes in. I you know what do I need? I need nine outs. I need ten outs, and he just gets after it. And uh, I feel like his arm right now is in great shape. Where if we say you're going to start, he can go 100 pitches. He can go 110 probably. And is that six innings, seven innings, five innings, whatever? So I, I like him in both roles. I mean, honestly, when he's standing on the mound. I feel really good. Um, I just, uh, you know, we just have to be really smart when we're going to bring him in if we bring him in in relief. And uh, because there's always another game. And if there's not, then he's starting it, the last one. Okay. So the only thing he hasn't done, Wes, is relieve himself. (laughs) And that would be impressive. (laughs) Uh, Hagen Smith went six innings and then uh, came on in relief for three innings more. Hogs win. What a great performance by Hagen Smith. Uh, the young guys have been good, too. Uh, yesterday, it was Adcock starting. Fouch, though, is getting a lot of attention of late. Coach talked about him as well. I love his stuff. I think he throws a heavy fastball in the mid-90s. He seems like he can spot it out there. Um, I think he got a little tired there in the eighth. You know, he, he didn't throw a bunch of pitches the other day, but he still pitched in a very tough situation and, and did a great job. And, you know, he threw, I think he only threw nine pitches in the seventh, and then he... So he ended up throwing about 25 in the in the eighth, and that was plenty. That was his last hitter. If he didn't get him out, he was out. And uh, so that that leaves him available for Friday, probably. You know, if we were left him in anymore, maybe Saturday, and we need him. Cody Adcock is an old head by Arkansas standards, a junior, six four, out of Texarkana. Started yesterday, solid performance. But you know, overall, our pitching was pretty good. Um, Cody Cody threw the ball good through. Threw a lot of strikes. I think it was up to 50 pitches somewhere in there. And we could have left him in, but we just felt like if we left him in much longer, he wouldn't be able to pitch it probably till game three, which is Saturday. And, you know, if we didn't play till Friday, we might have left him another inning or two. But, you know, he threw good enough to, to gain, I think, he gained some confidence. We gained confidence in him, and that, that was good to see. Yeah, it was. Softball also rolling to victory yesterday, Wes. Yeah, Arkansas scored six in the sixth inning. They pulled away. They win the game 8-1 to one over uh, Texas A&M Commerce. It's a uh, school that has struggled this year. I think they had five, and 34. five games all season long. And <clears throat> Arkansas got off to a little bit of a slow start, but then they started pounding the ball late and pulled away and got the win. It's Commerce in Commerce, Texas. Yes, yeah, kind of northeast Texas. I thought they north were. north Texas. I thought, I thought, it, was Houston. I thought they maybe I thought it was down a little further south. I thought Commerce was up high. I thought they I thought uh, Commerce was by Houston, but I could be I wrong. I thought they were uh, a school that the fact that we don't know tells you everything. I thought they were a school that really specialized in business commerce. Yes, it's a business school. <clears throat> it is. I think Wes is right. North. You're thinking of Corpus Christi. Well, I know Corpus. I've been there. Yeah, it's up. It's northeast of Dallas. Wes is right. Yeah. It's in Hunt County. I thought so. yeah, Don't argue with Wes Texas about Texas guy. trivia. Texans, like Texan, man. I always thought, I don't know what school I'm, what's the school I'm thinking of that's down around Houston? I'm an idiot. Yeah, you drive I mean, on the way to, to Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Never noticed the commerce sign. I don't know. What, uh, you're thinking of Conroe. To, I think it used no. to be East no? Texas State. I know Conroe, too. Maybe it used to be East Texas State. There's a Texas school down there, and I'm trying to think. I could be. There's a million Texas schools. That's yes. a dumb statement on okay. my part. Okay. Uh, baseball, Georgia. Softball is. Um, okay, yeah. good work. All right. Kentucky. Thank you, Christian. There's my go-to guy. That's why he's the wizard. Is that on the road or home? It's on the road in Lexington. Okay. That's right. There's nothing in Fayetteville. Real, I mean, I mean it's the there opposite might be of something, but yeah, uh, all the teams are gone next. Last weekend was Woo Pig weekend. This weekend is Wear Pig weekend. <laughs> Not here. Not here. That's where they are. Let me get JW in here, and then we'll uh, visit with Coach. Uh, got some good news on a very well-known player for all the wrong reasons. In the NFL, and we'll talk to Coach about that, among other things. What's up, JW? How are you? 
Man, I'm good. I'm you good. sound amazing. Oh. I gotta be you sound great. <laughs> I might be a little medicated. That'd be all right. So, what I want, what I want to talk to you about... Hey, get out of my cheek tip. Hey, listen. So, um, KJ Jackson, I don't know if you watched the, the stuff on him about his championship game. I guess apparently the guy that he was going up against set all his state records. But in the second half, KJ Jackson went off for like ten uh, or twelve of ten. I think it was twelve of ten for like three hundred and fifty yards and five touchdowns. Twelve of ten. So my question, huh? It's good. Out of, out of ten passes, that's and it was five touchdowns. So what I'm asking is, when is he going to be on coming on, and when when will he be inserting himself into the program and? Where do you think he would line up? And with all these great quarterbacks coming in, I know this is just a uh, man. It's a hard thing. Okay, so um, what are you taking right now? You got all these. You, you got all these um, quarterbacks coming in that are so good. I know they're going to weed themselves out, mm-hmm. but who do you like out of all these that you've seen so far? Even if you if you watched anything on KJ Jackson. So I'll hang up and listen because I got to listen to you on that. Y'all have a great day, guys. J- JW, Thanks. hang in there, buddy. I don't know if it's cold medicine or something stronger, but hang in there, buddy. Uh, lay off the NyQuil. Um, I read that he is going to Jackson, we're talking about, graduate in December and be around for the spring practices next year, right? Right. Okay. Um, so that's the deal on him. I haven't seen a video on him. Have you? Uh, just highlights. Coach, have you seen anything on KJ Jackson? I have not. Okay. Wes, thoughts on the highlights? Left-handed. So, first of all, that looks weird. Right. You know, left-handed quarterbacks just look weird. Sorry. So I mean, even Jalen Hurts. That does look weird. I mean, there's been like eight really good NFL quarterbacks that are left-handed. This is sure. Get, this could get me a little hate. But I refuse to have a left-handed quarterback. Oh, there we oh go. Oh, my gosh. You're a handist. How I, dare you? I, I love him <laughs> playing receiver and everything else. First base? Yeah, love it. You know what's weird? Diggs is love a left-handed batter. Diggs is, is it Diggs? No, it wasn't Diggs. Who was I watching the other day? I was watching the game of the day, and they had a left-handed right fielder, and I was like, I do not like that. It was very awkward trying to run over there and make a play. It wasn't Diggs. It was no. a, but I was, maybe it was a major league game. But the guy had to make a long run to the left field line, yeah. or the right field line, rather, and he's a lefty, and so like he had to reach his glove all the way over. It was really awkward. Anyway, I was like, I need a right-handed yeah. right fielder. Well, that was far and few between when that happens. But, in, 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 I mean, lefties are a little weird. They're different. When, when the, well, quarterback, this just the ball. If Freddie Knight was left-handed, he would have played. Uh, okay. the kids have caught balls from right as their whole, most people are right handed yep. most throwers are right handed they're used to the ball spiraling a certain way it is different when it's coming at you a different direction period this is I'm a very bad yeah, I'm taking kids to camps where there's lefties throwing balls you know because everybody's throwing with everybody they have trouble catching the ball with the lefty you have to get used to it really really yeah. used to it it is vastly different it seems like a small thing I know a couple coaches in the NFL, they will not have anyone but a left-footed punter, so the ball's rotating differently when the guys catch it. They say it's good for a couple of fumbles or muff punts mm-hmm. a year. That's a great point. Yeah. I remember the first time I caught a ball off a lefty. It was Jay Pickett. We were playing uh, in a uh, league game in intramurals in college, and I couldn't catch a cold. And I was a pretty good receiver, I thought. I'm not going to compare myself to, like, elites. But it was the weirdest thing, and you wouldn't think it would be that big of a deal. It's, it's a huge different. deal. Yeah, it is. Bizarre. Your brain trains itself. To watch the ball spiraling in, because you're told to watch the ball till you catch it, till you tuck it away. And it sees something completely different, and I think you have a hesitant moment there right before you catch the football. My dad was left-handed. Well, he couldn't play quarterback for me. No, but, I, I mean, Bam! that's all I ever caught. <laughs> Bam! That's all I ever caught growing up, oh, was from yeah, left hand. Yeah, and yeah. so when I got to school and, and, and catching it, it was... Were you right-handed? Yep. You couldn't play quarterback for coach either. No, All right. Anyway, no, moving on. He could have. He's a big dude. No, I know. Probably I'm just saying you couldn't arm. either, though. Oh. Yeah, I'm just joking. Anyway. Uh, okay, well, so you were used to it. All yeah. right. Um, all right, so what was the point of our conversation? I got you off track. Left-handed quarterback. Oh, oh the rest yeah. of the quarterback room. <laughs> well, okay, well, I mean, did you watch in the spring game highlights? I, I saw it. I don't remember. Yes, of course I did. I just don't remember specifically him. Okay. I was focused on the Well, he, didn't, he wasn't there yet. So we, okay, I'm, I'm yeah, talking about Cade Fortin. I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, yeah give me yeah, the thoughts yeah. on the guys. I, I thought Fortin looked exponentially better than he did last year. He made the throw of the day to Satania. Um, and then you know you're, I know you're real high on on Chris Well, and then I, I didn't I didn't get enough from the freshman. The two things that stood out is he fumbled a couple times, but he looked okay. I you mean, know, but it, it's he's fast. Hard, it's hard to evaluate in spring ball because to me they know they're not going to get hit. The world mm-hmm. changes, and and mm-hmm. I think 
that might have been a couple of the problems last year when we had guys subbing in. You get in there, you're never hit in practice, you're never hit in spring, you're never, and, and all of a sudden self-preservation kicks in. Your body does not want to be hit. And as a quarterback, you can learn and go through all the drills you want. There's no footwork that stands in there until you make yourself do it in a live game when you really might get hit. I mm-hmm. mean, five, four, five, or six guys are coming to kill you. And it's hard to stand in there, keep your eyes downfield, not look at the defensive lineman. So, yes, they all look good in spring ball at, at times, at times. And, and you're right, the throw of the day went to, uh, you know, not the first or hopefully second team guy. But, again, you're doing that without the threat of being hit, where you can focus downfield, where you can get your footwork right. So I want to see them do it. I always had one live practice a spring. Let the guy get hit. Our spring game quarterback can get hit. Tackle the ground or rep. We'd blow it kind of quick, but 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 we let him get tackled. I mean, you know, I just thought that was important to do to let him learn what that's going to feel like because otherwise he goes almost a year without being hit, without the threat of being hit when he's got to stand in there and throw the ball. And people say, "Well, you're risking injury." Really, one practice. I mean, he can't make if he can't make it through one practice, he can make it through the first game. Right. So you know, we we educated our guys: don't go hit the guy low, don't go hit him in the back. You know, if you've got a clean shot, if he's standing there, his back's to you, and you get past the the blindside tackle, don't go just put your don't shoulder through his spine. <laughs> but go tackle. Him. Oh, and the, the the team loves it. He loves it. The quarterbacks love it. The teams loves it because now he feels like one of them. Because in the locker room, I promise you, they're like, well, you know, get, call him a few names. You know, some of them may or may not start with letters after O. And now he gets a chance to he gets a chance to to go out there and be with them. And they want to run a little bit and get hit and all yeah. those things. But Weakling. it's real then. It's real then, and you can really see it. Now, good for them that they look good when you couldn't. Now, I'm I'm not being that way, but. I, I just I just know that it changes a little bit. So they didn't hit the quarterback in spring because they were talking about they were tackling and doing more of that stuff, but they still no. didn't. They tackled, they didn't, t- they didn't touch the quarterback. And the thing no. that bothered me was, and I'm not bo- bothered, not bo- excessive, yeah. but there was a play, a couple of them, where like Chris Will got like that. like They touched his skin, and he's like, okay, he's dead. I'm like, you ain't getting him down you like that. You ain't getting that guy down. I know. That's what I don't like either. Now you're not letting them get pl- make plays on the move either. Mm-hmm. You're not letting them slide in the pocket. You're not letting them move inside the pocket or move outside the pocket because guys get close to them and they blow it dead. I remember Kevin Sumlin years ago when he had Johnny Manziel. They couldn't decide in the in the spring or in the fall who was going to be their starting quarterback. And they finally went with Manziel like right the week before the first game. Yeah. And then later on they were questioning, how did you not – I mean, this is a Heisman Trophy guy. How did you not know – and he's like, we didn't let him get touched. Yeah. You think about Manziel, what he does, running around making plays with it. He doesn't get to do that in the spring or in the fall. It's not until you get in the game that they finally see what they had. Yeah, in he him. didn't get to do what he was best at. Yeah, well, they didn't they touch him in the fall either. Most no, of the time. They didn't, not a lot. Not a lot. You know, did you see the video going around this week? I should have had Christian grab the clip. It was actually really good. Merrill Hodge was oh, yes. awesome. It awesome. Was with, with Skip Bayless. Yes. I loved it. And they're going back and forth, and Merrill Hodge is basically saying, I wouldn't waste a first-round pick on this kid, and he's basically going to be a bust. And they're like, you've never been more wrong, Skip, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless said, you have never been more wrong. This kid will be an all-star. He said all the words all-star, pro all bowler, all-pro, all, all that kind of stuff. And then... Yeah, Merrill Hodge looks like a genius. Sure does. Got a but, gr- but he took a hard stand. It wasn't. I yeah. just want. He went through reasons. Not I have questions. No. Yeah. This he dude ain't gonna make it. This guy got. It was fantastic. Yeah. Merrill Hodge. If I was a GM in the NFL, yeah. I would have hired him as a consultant to find my quarterback. Even though he didn't play quarterback, he played right. fullback. I would have hired him to because he saw those things mm-hmm. and, and explained them, and, and those are hard to see. What about footwork with KJ? Did you see any, anything there? There was some talk about that. And I know he loves his relationship with Enos. He's getting a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. He talked about after the game, uh, and really from the whole spring, technical, the technical side of what Enos brings. Yeah, and I, th- I, think that's, I think that's exactly right. I think Enos is more technical. And, uh, you know, you can go either way, but the bottom line is you've got to get them consistent at whatever you're doing that they can do to throw. You know, I'm training quarterbacks right now, and I'm trying to get their feet where they want them. So I train them in 500 different movements, going forward, going sideways, getting rushed from the back, an angle to the right, an angle where they've got to step up to the left, but then turning their hips and stuff. As long as the, the player's comfortable. Now, some coaches try to go, you're going to do it my exact way, and some guys' bodies aren't built like that. Or they throw the ball a little further outside so it comes across and shifts their weight. You've got to get it consistent for sure, but where 
they can do it. Now, I don't know if Enos does that, if he allows them to. I think he does. I mean, if you go Bobby Petrino, he wants one, two, three. This is exactly what he wants. And if you can't do that, your throw's not going to be very good. But he'll make you consistent his way. Enos, I think, makes him consistent their way, which I think is a very good thing for KJ. And I, I think it'll be really good for Chris Well too. That's good for every quarterback. That's the way I think it should be done. I don't want to gloss over this. What is the difference in, in the way he teaches it versus what they've been through with Bryles when you say he's he's maybe more technical? What is the difference? Uh, the difference is they re- I, I, and, and and you know I don't, I don't want to shed a negative light. There's five thousand different ways to skin a cat to teach a quarterback, but my vision of of it is that Enos works harder on the footwork of a quarterback uh, to get his feet set like they should be the moment for throw. To get his shoulder square if he's on the run or running sideways when you do throw. And and I think I think Bryles lets them play around a little bit more. Lets them do more of their own thing. A little bit of Patrick Mahomes type stuff, mm-hmm. except for there's not any Patrick Mahomes. Or Johnny Manziel, same kind of thing, Yeah, right? there's a couple that you can let them do. And if they prove to you that they can consistently hit that target from different arm angles and different shoulder levels and different going backwards diagonally, forwards diagonally, then you let them do that. You just really work on when they do throw a bad one, showing them on film, hey, look, this time, even though you were running sideways, you didn't get square before you threw it. And... I think that's the best way to do it. And because if you've got a guy that can do that, you let him do it. Because some guys can't, you know, think about Johnny Manziel. If he would have been playing under Petrino, say, a long time ago, Petrino especially. And, I, and I'm a big Bobby Petrino fan. I think the guy's a genius. But if he would have been sprinting out, Petrino may have early on in his career wanted him not to throw on the run, but to quickly turn, pivot his hips, set his feet, and then throw. Well, by that time, you may get hit in the back. And that's the difference. Some coaches want your feet lined up where your toes are down the field before you take that six-inch step and throw the football every time. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Bryles was way far the other way. And I think Enos is a, more in the middle of those two guys, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's going to – I think most quarterbacks like that better. Most quarterbacks like you let them do whatever, like. But then when they realize that doesn't work – after you're done with them, then they're like, oh, this is good. And I do think that's a good thing for Minos. I think that's what he brings. I think you'll see. We saw some inaccuracy from KJ last year, whether it was in the pocket yeah. or on the move. Sometimes I would watch, because I study this, and everybody else in the world think it was boring, but I would rewatch and watch his feet. And sometimes he's thinking about running, takes a couple steps up, doesn't reset his front foot, opens his step, so he's stepping 45 degrees left of his target and throwing across his body. Then your brain's having a guess. It's not the momentum of your body. And I know that sounds technical, but I think Enos will help fix that. The super high percentage, relatively easy throws oftentimes are the ones he missed to me. We talked about that a lot last year. Because yeah. I'm like, well, the percentages are there. But you're right. You looked at, you know, maybe he's at 68% or whatever. Could have easily been at 75 if he's hitting those throws, which, I mean, let's be honest. Like, most of us are hitting those passes. Yeah. And, and, and they're I like five-yard passes where there's not a brush or interface. The problem with a guy, and it's not a problem, the... the goal, the task, with a guy like KJ that can run very well. You don't want to stop him from running because he's good at that. He makes good yards. He does a lot of things. Now you want to teach him to get down and get out of bounds so he doesn't get hit and can't play next week. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is sometimes KJ wanted to run. I think he missed those short throws. When he thought he was about to run, saw the defender come and take a step to him, the guy's open six, seven yards downfield, and now he's not set, and he just turned and tried to flick it. Mm-hmm. And he's not great at that. He hasn't either done it enough in practice or he can't do that and needs to quickly turn and get his feet set and throw. And that's what I think the difference is, and I think it'll be with Enos. I think you'll see that percentage go up. Now, we can't compare percentages because Enos may be more of an intermediate thrower, and you're throwing a little further mm-hmm. down the field, lower percentage yeah. plays, but higher yards per attempt. We can't say his percentage is going to be better, but his percentage when a guy's open, I do think will be better. Okay. Take a break. We'll come back talk a little NFL with Coach Kelly. Joe Klein is... I'm going, man. Goodbye, Joe. You got your time with Coach Kelly. I'm glad you guys... I got my half hour. Give him him a hug and get out of here. Appreciate that. Uh, We'll see you soon. All right. I'm going to tell my wife to go get some Corkies Uh, because of that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? One hand washes the other. Make it a Corkies night. You might. It's good. You should. Uh, In the closet? Yes, in the closet, Joe. Tell Dana hello from us. It's 11.30. We'll take a break. When we come back... 
weird. Uh, million dollar Oaklawn handicap this weekend at Oaklawn Racetrack. Make your plans to take advantage of it, folks. Listen, we've only got a couple of weeks of live racing left, and so if you want to catch the horses before it's all said and done, folks, it's time to head down there right now. You got a couple different apps. One direct you to you got the Oaklawn Anywhere app. You can go to bet.oaklawn.com to sign up, or oaklawnanywhere.com, the Oaklawn Sports app for wagering opportunities, NBA Finals, perhaps, or NBA playoffs, I should say, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball. I'm sure there's some cricket somewhere that you can wager on some someplace in the world. Uh, and, of course, Oakland.com. Find out more. You can book your room there. Uh, check out the restaurants. You can book your spa treatments there. And if you haven't stayed at the eight-story hotel, it is quite lovely. Apparently somebody has because the word's out. And that auction item was taken off the board pretty quickly today. Somebody paid the max out amount for the two-night stay and the dinner at the Bugler. So pretty awesome. Great music coming up as well in the event center. April 21st, Charlie Crockett, the Texas Tenors in May. Old Crow Medicine Show at the end of May. And Randy Hauser in early June at Oaklawn. There ain't nothing like a steel guitar. Our providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. Sports Center. Jordan Walsh declared for the NBA draft this morning, but did maintain his college eligibility. Walsh averaged 7.4 rebounds and one steal on 43% from the field, 28% from three, and 71% from the line in his freshman season. He had two standout performances in March Madness defending. He's projected to go anywhere from late first to late second, depending on what service you look at. Last night, Arkansas baseball beat Central Arkansas 6-3. The Hogs improved to 30-7 with the win. Freshman Christian Fouch got his first win of his career as he threw for two scoreless innings. Arkansas will be in Athens this weekend as they start their three-game series with Georgia tomorrow. And Arkansas softball also got a midweek win as they beat Texas A&M Commerce 8-1. They're 32-12 on the season. They'll face 16th-ranked Kentucky and Lexington for a three-game series starting on Friday night. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Many Arkansans are left without a vehicle to trade, which means no sales tax credit to take advantage of. Because of this, Guatney Chevrolet will be paying the sales tax on all vehicles sold this month, whether new or pre-owned. And if you lost your vehicle in Pulaski Cross or Lone Oak County, Guatney will apply an extra $1,000 rebate to your new Chevy. We're here to help. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Butcher Shop Steakhouse has always been your favorite go-to for those nights out with family and friends. But did you know that they're now open for lunch Tuesday through Fridays from 11 till 2? The lunch menu includes homemade southern dishes such as fried chicken, meatloaf, chicken spaghetti, and so much more. And of course, everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays are back on the last Friday of each month. So whether it's dinner plans or watching the big games at our open bar, or now even for lunch, it can all be found at the Butcher Shop Steakhouse. It's Justin Aker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protect it for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C.
in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. And I want to thank Oaklawn for their donation as part of our Rock and Relief auction. Their item was uh, sold out pretty quickly this morning. One of the first ones to go. A couple others have as well. We've added a couple of items, too, and I'm going to run through those in a second, Wes. Uh, We've got a guest coming up from the Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance. They are our beneficiary tonight. We're going to talk some NFL with Coach Kelly. And we also have the mayor of... Sherwood coming on in the final hour today to talk about what's happening in their community as they work their way back from the storm damage. I was going to tell you guys about Big O Tires, but you know what? I'm going to let Mary do it. Mary wrote in on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line just a few minutes ago, and she said, Hey guys, Mary here, longtime listener to The Buzz. I just wanted to give a big shout out to Big O Tires in Cabot. Had to stop by there this morning, and even though they open at 7, they were willing to help me out at a quarter till 7 and set me up with a new set of tires. Mm. The only reason I went there was because they are advertising with you guys. Thanks to Big O Tires. Thanks for a great station. Love all the shows. And that's Mary. Thank you, Mary. That's awesome. Yeah, we do. We really appreciate Big O Tires, Cabot, and Conway. Do I look surprised? No, not at all. Not remotely. Not shocked at all. We know what they do because they're the team we trust. And now the team Mary trusts. It's very good. Um, before we move too much further... Um, I wanted to mention, Mike had a question. Can you ask Coach Kelly what his first year was at PA and how many years he was there total? My first, my first year at PA was as eh, quote-unquote offensive coordinator in 97, but I wasn't the offensive coordinator. Um, what were you? 1997. I was a receivers coach and D-backs coach. Gotcha. And then uh, took over as head coach in 03 and was there for 24 total years. Wow. A lot of great things happened in 03. That's like what? what? He took over. That's when I got here. Was O three? Van Horn took over in O three. It's a good year. Um, Two out of three ain't bad, as the song goes. Shields came in O three. Two out of four ain't bad. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Steve. Love you, buddy. Um, Got a story from the NFL here. This is really cool. You know, you uh, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? They say. Nicole Lynn. Ever heard of her? Sounds like an adult star, I know, but it, it does. Isn't. Yeah, Nicole Lynn is her name. She is a professional sports agent. She dropped in the DMs after a uh, young man had finished his college career and said, "Hey, have you picked an agent? If not, I'd love to link." She just recently negotiated a five-year, two hundred fifty-five million dollar contract for Jalen Hurts. That's how she connected wow. with him on an Instagram on DM. DM. Wow, pretty cool story, and a pretty well, lucrative one. What does Nicole yeah. Lynn look like? <clears throat> she is not ugly, but I think she's obviously got a pretty good reputation as an agent, or he wouldn't have hired her just because she was relatively attractive. She wasn't like his first client. Uh, no, I'm quite she's, sure he she's was been not around her for a while. I'm and, guessing. Okay, I'm guessing. I mean, this wasn't that long ago. I mean, I'm sure she's been doing it for a minute. Christian, you want to do a little research on Nicole Lynn um, and tell us more about what uh, kind of agent? Her picture got his attention, though. I'm sure well, it didn't hurt. Yeah, so shallow. I'm just saying. I'm sure he I mean, vetted her credentials. That way. Oh, she's with Clutch Sports. Oh, well, there you go. I don't care how good or bad-looking my agent is. I just want somebody who's competent and has a good reputation. If she can give me $250 million, mm-hmm. I'd rather have her give me $250 million than Drew Rosenhaus. I'll give you that. I don't care who gets me $250 million. I don't either, but I'm just saying. Uh, the other story I was going to share was good news about DeMar Hamlin, which was yeah. obviously a wild saga, wild saga. But it looks like he is cleared to go. Now, I have not seen 100% that he is going to play again, but he has been cleared to play again. Spoke yesterday about what happened with him. And you remember when he did the interview, Wes, a while back, and I was critical of the interview? Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And people were like, hippa, hippa. I'm like, dude, you, you agree <laughs> to a nationally televised interview about what happened to you with Michael Strahan? I want you to tell me exactly what happened to you to Michael Strahan. I want to know what happened. I want to know what the doctors told you happened. I want to know what your prognosis is long term. All those things to me are relatively pertinent to the conversation. How would HIPAA have anything to do with it? It doesn't, but I'm, he's like, well, I really don't want to get into that. I really don't want to talk about that. And I'm like, fine, that's cool, but don't accept the interview on national television when you know there's two questions we want to answer no, yeah, and you don't want to answer either one of them. I'm with you on that. That's I all. mean, because that's what everybody wants to know. Yes. Yeah. You're going to do the interview. I'm like, yeah. it's great. I look, I'm glad he's alive. I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's been cleared to play. But we want to know what happened. There are a lot of rumors out there about, well, maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. Maybe it was the vaccine. A lot of people are thinking it. It's been right. said. Right. It's been rumored. Right. And if that's what the doctors told him, then tell us that. We should know that. Yeah. Did he have a previous heart condition? Did he have something else that went on? Or was it just a freak 
accident like we talked to Dr. Well, O'Malley about. You know, I, what I'm surprised about is regarding that, the people in the NFL, they do a great job of promoting their sport from the ground up. I'm talking from five-year-olds up. Flag, mm-hmm. NFL play, all this kind of stuff. And r- year before last was the very first year that there was a decrease in the number of kids that played high school football. The very first year in like... 50 years, some just crazy number. And they got real worried and jumped up. And I went to a meeting in Minneapolis or somewhere about it. It was pretty cool. But they were like, what do we got to do? Well, he could have helped with that, answer a lot of questions. Because when that he went down with that, you know, concussions was a thing for a while. Everybody's worried about that. And But he could have helped. There's a lot of moms that I fielded questions from, like, is it safe for my son to play football? Look, look what happened to Mar Hamlin. And, of course, they don't look at the millions of other people that are doing it, and mm-hmm. they see that one. But I get it. He could have really helped the NFL. I'm surprised the NFL didn't come out and say, hey, we'll do the interview when you're ready. And you don't have to go specific into what you don't want to or whatever. Man, you could really help our sport right here. Mm-hmm. The, support that, the sport that you love and that you're making a living off of, you could really help our sport. If it was a freak accident, that's all I want to hear, because that's what the majority of the medical yeah. reports or more medical sort of guesses were. And I believe it was. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, reading through, I read everything I could find on it. It took the perfect moment of being hit with the heart being, you know, beating in between, that whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, he talked about it a little bit yesterday, then we got some uh, Asher Record Live fan feedback. I'm sure you got some First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line offers, too. Uh, Not to sound cliche, man, but the wild moment is every day just being able to wake up and just take deep breaths and and, and live a, a peaceful life to have a family, to to have people that are around me that love me and that care about me and for those people to still have me in their lives, you know, they they almost lost me. Like, I, I died on national TV in front of the whole world, you know what I mean? That right there is just the, 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 the biggest blessing of it all is for, for me to still have my people and my people still to have me. So the diagnosis of pretty much what happened to me was basically commodio cortis. It's a direct blow at a specific point in your heartbeat that causes cardiac arrest. And five to seven seconds later, um, you fall out. And that's pretty much what everyone's seen January 2nd of this year. Um, Commodio Cortis is the leading cause of death in youth, in youth athletes across all sports. So that's something that I personally will be taking a step in to make a change. Um, and also with that being said, you know, the, all the awareness around CPR and the access to AEDs have been lower in that number as well. Hmm, that's interesting. So I was going to say, what are you going to do, prevent freak accidents? No, but you can have the CPR equipment available to save his life because mm-hmm. if they didn't have that there for him, he'd be dead, right? If he hadn't gotten immediate medical response, he's dead. No doubt. But to be the leading cause of death in children's athletics, mm-hmm. that was a head-scratcher. That is a little concerning, isn't it? Yeah. But what do you expect? Is it? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't think he would pull that out of his butt. It like he was reading something to me. So I'm assuming... First of all, that is a really hard phrase to roll off the tongue. Yeah. I don't care how long you've been a doctor. You've been practicing um, that for a while. Second thing is, I'm guessing that he wouldn't pull that out of his butt, especially if it happened to him. No, that sounded legit. I, I, I think when he says leading cause of death in athletes, I, I w- you know, and when people hear that, they get very fearsome. And I wish they would put it in context. That's one out of every 18 million right. or something crazy. That's, again, you, you can know. look at a plane crash, say 200 people die. I'm like, yeah, but what about the two, 220 million people that flew last week and didn't? Right, right, right. So, And we're not downplaying. Well, Nobody's downplaying at all. Right. I am interested to see the next step. You know, he wants to come back and play. He said he wants to come back and play. I'm anxious to see because he hadn't been able to work out and stuff. I mean, he even said, he goes, you don't understand, playing at the NFL is, is a crazy level of athlete, player, and it takes tremendous preparation for your body, and he's not been doing that. He's not been able to do that. I'm anxious to see if he's got enough time to get back in and do that. You know, how many, because, I mean, how many months does it take to work out to get ready? Well, it depends on how much your body... I mean, like, if he had to do nothing, you've seen a, you've seen a knee that's been uh, had an ACL tear, and, mm-hmm. and you talk about three weeks... And your your thigh has probably lost a third of its size. I mean, a third, maybe 50% of your muscle mass. Yeah. Now, wait another 29 days until they're allowed to do hypertrophy exercises, and you've lost more than that, and it is, it's tough. It's really, really difficult to get it all back. Because his is a full body atrophy, I would assume. Mm-hmm. It's got four months. Yeah, it's, it's asking a lot, probably. It is asking a lot. Um, all right, let's go here. Mason says on the Ash Record Life and Feedback, Agri, since Wes didn't read the feedback after he said he would before he left yesterday... Wes. I thought this actually shot at me when I read this the first time. What are your thoughts on the dumbass Liberty Bowl rings? Whoever put that out on social media needs to go. We're getting roasted for that. I mean, look, you win a bowl game, you get a ring. I don't have an issue with it. I don't know that I'd be banging my chest over it. 
Yeah, the video was a little too much. I didn't see the video. I just saw the picture. Was it bad? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a hype video of getting a, a ring for you're winning seven the Liberty and six, Bowl. And you pulled out a victory against a Kansas team that wasn't spectacular, and you had to come back to do it after giving up you the know, lead. Enough for Coach, Coach say, you're going to celebrate a win because wins are tough. Sure. So you're going to enjoy it. But I don't know that you – I think you. this is one of those things. You enjoy it in your locker room or you enjoy the ring ceremony amongst yourselves. I don't think you have to put out a video showing everybody – how great it was. <laughs> Richard says, um, stickies tonight. Justin, do we have to stay the whole time? I can't stay. It says, I can't stay six or so, but want to contribute. I can't stay. Does that mean you can't be there till six? You can't stay much past six? What is it? Here's the deal. First of all, you can go to 1037thebuzz.com. You can donate to the cause, whether it's through an auction item or just giving money to the organization, to the Hunger Relief Alliance, and you don't have to step foot in stickies tonight if you don't want to. So, no, you don't have to stay any amount of time. You're just getting basically a great show for your $20 if you decide to come and hang out for a while. But if they come, you, you don't shut the door behind them and force them to stay oh, no. until the show is oh, over. Oh, no. We're going to have gun-toting bouncers <laughs> at the door that say, you stay till 10. 10 o'clock, I said. How many no. of these rings are going to end up on eBay? <laughs> Hopefully all of them. The Liberty Bowl ring? Yeah. I'd like I, mean, to have they I mean, it's a pretty ring, and yeah. fans would be like, that's the best ever. They I was created their own NIL stream. I'd love to have a bowl uh. ring. How do I find a list of items up for auction today? That's from Richard. Glad uh, you asked. Uh, Richard is uh, on the uh, Arkansas or First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. 1037thebuzz.com. Click on the Rock and Relief tab. You'll see the banner, and then it will take you inside. You can buy your tickets there. You can look through the auction items there. You can find out more about the beneficiary, which is going to be working in all the local communities affected by the storms. In fact, to learn more about that, we're going to take a break and come back. We're going to have a friend on from the Hunger Relief Alliance. How about that? Sounds perfect. You know what? I'm in the perfect business, buddy. It's 1147. We will return in a moment. We'll never be the same. Girl, you came and changed. The way I walk, the way I talk, I cannot explain the things I feel for you. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. It's time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors with a new boat, motorcycle, personal watercraft, or RV. Alcoa Community FCU has low-rate fun loans. Apply securely for your fun loan online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's turbo high-output engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power, whether you're helping your friends move or just moving some of your friends. This, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to play, sing along, and enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. It's Chevy truck season. Well-qualified buyers get 0% APR financing, plus make no monthly payments for 90 days on all Silverado 1500 pickups. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Finance charges accrue from data financing. 0% APR for 36 months. Monthly payment is $27.78 for every $1,000 you finance. Example down payment, 14.7%. Must finance with GM Financial. Down payment required at signing if applicable. Some customers may not qualify. Not available with lease and some other offers. Take new retail delivery by 5123. Kevin Kelly for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. Athletes know minor aches are part of the game, but when they turn into something more serious, Arkansas athletes and coaches like me ask for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. One of the most well-known clinics in the state, generations of Arkansas athletes trust our surgeons to get them back to an active lifestyle. From surgery of the knees, hips, shoulders, hands, elbows, ankles, or feet, our 21 providers focus on the least invasive and up-to-date treatments. With six convenient locations, in-office PT and MRI, we can handle all your orthopedic needs. If an injury is keeping you on the sidelines, call for an appointment or visit us at bowenheffleyortho.com. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no weight entry, and a compliment bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewski's. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewski's and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewski's. It's just an acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KaufmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KaufmanLumber.com. 
Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Alright, we, uh, it's 11.51. We've got a special guest in the studio. And we are working with the Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance today and through the evening for Rock and Relief over at Sticky's Rock and Roll Chicken Shack. Very excited about it. Got five great acts opening with uh, a really fun band, Huckleberry Jam, that our buddy Chuck, our promotions guru, is really excited about. Justin Moore will cap the night off. Got some great acts in between. Uh, auction items are up on the website. If you go to 1037thebuzz.com, you can link through to the actual um, links. And we've got uh, a couple new items that got added late. There's a foursome at Pleasant Valley Country Club, courtesy of our buddy John Mark Goings. And then we've also got uh, a dinner that is being hosted by Jamie uh, McAfee from Pine Bluff Country Club. Sorry, I'm reading through my notes while I'm trying to talk. Anyway, and he is doing a dinner for eight, five courses, and he will come to your home or... He will host you at Pine Bluff Country Club. And so I don't know if all that has been posted yet. And also Joe did a $100 gift card from Corky's. But the auction's off to a great start. And Jessica Crenshaw is here from the Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance. Talk about the organization that we are raising money for. How are you? Grab that mic and you can just talk. Okay. Move it around however you need to. Perfect. Um, good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful night. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Are you ready? I'm very excited. I'm very ready. It's been a long time since I've been to Stickies. It's been a long time since I've seen live music. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Okay, good. I'm glad. Well, we're going to have a blast tonight. Uh, I was actually hanging out with Barry Hyde, the county judge today. Ah. And he was singing your organization's praises. You guys do great work outside of tornado relief. Uh, all the time. So let's talk about the, generally what the organization does, how you all work, and who you work with. And uh, I guess then we need to get into specifics related to tornado relief, too. Okay. Well, our organization, we're a statewide organization, and uh, we work to advance equitable solutions to hunger, and we work with all kinds of people all across the state. We partner with folks like Judge Hyde in the Quorum Court. We partner with food banks. All of the food banks and the, the six food banks in Arkansas are members, and there's small community food banks that are that we support that are supported by the, the other food banks and pantries. So we, uh, we do a lot of work. We have a cooking matters team that goes out and teaches uh, folks how to cook health- healthfully on a budget. Um, what's really great about that program is they tailor their uh, their curriculum to the group, so they may be teaching youngsters or they may be teaching some seniors. We also provide SNAP outreach and helping people gain access to those benefits that they may not know or may not know how to access. And um, you know, we have a SNAP hotline, a helpline that people can call and even apply over the phone or find out the status of their case. Um, so that's, we do a lot of things. You do. Well, and, you know, and I, one of the things that was intriguing to me about your charity, we were trying to figure out who we wanted to work with in raising money to try to help out in the cause. And, and our listen, our the people who work with us, clients and, and friends, have stepped up so big time and, and collected all these different items to put in the auction. And that's been a huge success so far. But one of the things I like about what y'all are doing is, obviously, you're working closely with the communities that have been affected, Jacksonville, Sherwood, Little Rock, North Little Rock, but also not only in the short term, but in the long term. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, a lot of our, what we're going to do with the proceeds that we get from the benefit, we're working with the Arkansas Food Bank here locally, and we're going to purchase food in bulk that we're going to use in the affected area here in central Arkansas. And we're working with pantries in Pulaski County. Um, Judge Hyatt is a great partner with us there, and we're going to be providing them funds to purchase the types of food that their community needs. Perfect. That's a big deal. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, look, there's a lot of needs folks are going to have. And this is, a, and it's been said a million times, it's such a cliche, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. There's going to be so many different things over the next six to nine months. But to me, one of the most basic things is, you know, food insecurity. We want to try to address that. I mean, people need to eat. I mean, they need to rebuild their homes. They need to get new cars. They need all these things to happen, but they get trees out of their yard, you know, but they need to eat. I mean, this is such a critical, basic thing. And I thought it was such a great place to start with what we were doing here. 
Well, it's basic, but you don't think about it. I mean, because I'm thinking, and you're driving by, and I'm thinking, God, they need help with the roof, or they need help with this or that. I'm not thinking they need food. They lost all their groceries, you know, when the power was out. Not just the folks who've lost their their roofs, too. You know, the power outages affected a lot of people. Yeah, so. people in apartments that have been displaced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much of that. And, uh, yeah, it is, you know, and I, I can't imagine the financial impact for a family you know, and again, you're going to get insurance to cover a lot of this, but I'm I'm guaranteeing there's going to be some out-of-pocket expenses, and people who are on a tight budget, I mean, every little bit's going to help for them. Well, and there are a lot of gaps in help, you know, and there's a lot of spaces where it takes some time for these funds to come down, and mm-hmm. these sometimes for these funds to come down. So there's a lot of gaps in there, and we try to not only help people set them up for the long term, but fill in those gaps wherever we can. And they're going to need help for a while. I mean, one of the problems that I'm hearing about. The, these people have insurance. Some of them have insurance. Uh, their in, their homes are insured for let's say two hundred thousand dollars. You can't b- build hardly a house these days because of lumber costs and everything. It's going to be hard to replace some of these houses or rebuild for the insurance money that they're getting. Yeah. So they they need help, and maybe some of the help they can get is with the food. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, we encourage everyone to apply for a supplemental nutrition assistance program. That's SNAPS. SNAP. Um, it's formerly known as food stamps, and uh, that's what our helpline will help people do apply for that. And there will be disaster SNAP that will be available uh, for folks specifically for folks uh, affected. And the rules are a little bit different on that i'm not the expert there but um you i encourage anyone who's been affected by the tornado to to apply for for those benefits yeah it's an interesting thought i had not thought about wes that you're bringing up here it might be good to get john mark on or another mm-hmm. insurance person to talk about that but you when you see when i think uninsured or underinsured mm-hmm. i'm thinking car right when you talk about like car damage or you know your coverage is going to cover somebody who maybe wasn't insured enough to cover the damage of your car or maybe there was an injury god forbid but you don't think about it with a home, like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm insured for two hundred fifty grand, but to build a house anywhere close to what I have is going to cost three fifty or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, well, this is a basic need that is going to be met, uh, not completely, but obviously it'll be be a big help. We're off to a great start on the auction. I'm hoping a ton of people turn out. Everybody that walks in is twenty bucks towards the bottom line, and it's all one hundred percent going to the uh, relief alliance. And so I really appreciate what y'all are doing, Jessica. And we're looking forward to hanging out tonight. Thank you. We're looking forward to it, too. And you're going to see some live music. Yes, I'm and, looking forward to it. And we're going to have a good time at Stickies. Yeah. Okay, all those things. You're going to check those off your list. Absolutely. All right. Brent, hang on. We'll hit you out of the break. You want to talk about uh, Jordan Walsh. Coach is going to hang out with us a little bit longer. We will be back with our third hour entertainment and birthdays and Coach's favorite, What the Hell. We'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned. I'm talking about Elias, Elias. I'm talking about Elias, Mexican Grill. Hey, man, when I'm happy, I'm singing. And when I'm singing, I'm happy. And when I'm singing about Elias, Mexican Grill, I get more happy. Elias, Mexican Grill. Take exit 108. Doesn't matter if you're coming or going. Taco Tuesdays, tacos for only $1.69. Keith Special, a Mexican hibachi dish. Guacamole chicken enchiladas, 